0: Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we build worlds based off the role of a 20-sided die. I'm Jordan.
1: I'm Cody, At were you just counting right before you did the intro, like, to yourself?
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess I did just count off to myself, yeah. What's wrong with that?
1: You, like, did the silent, we're about to start filming live news, like, (laughs) four, three, and then you just, like, hand-signed two, one, and then you started talking?
0: (laughs) I, I... I am the producer of myself. The producer and director of myself. So... I like feeling like I'm in a newsroom, okay? Leave me alone. All right, so we are just now coming off of the live show last week, which you will never hear if you missed it live because some idiot, me, did not record the show, so it is completely lost to the ages.
1: Yeah, this thing about amateur radio is it's amateur. Very, very amateur. Deal with it.
0: But last week was our... We chose to do the superhero worlds, so we did so you're never gonna hear those worlds but we might redo the superhero worlds so we can have them on recording sorry guys but it is what it is anyways how are you doing cody and what have you been reading watching and enjoying
1: okay so here's what's up i got way far into stephen king for a while like i listened to a and bunch then you of you realize tower it, right it in a sucks row.
0: and you moved on
1: no, no, I'm going to come back to it, but I just I needed to take a break after 3 books of Stephen King. It was getting pretty heavy. And then I was just like listening to this book about a serial killer and there was just like a lot of death and you needed in my novels. you needed
0: something lighter because all of that darkness is a little hard for the soul.
1: I needed to relax, so I've been listening to a bunch of romance novels lately Ugh. and it's going pretty great, you know? I just Next. uh right back into the zone with like, really kind of... not. I don't want to say they're trashy. No. The last one was trashy. The one I just finished is just straight trash. But uh, the one, the two before that were okay. Well, I'm glad... You know, Jordan, I've listened to three romance novels in five days. Oh, my God. How long were they? I mean, they're like eight oh, okay. hours. That's, I thought the they were is, like...
0: Because the last few books I've read are, were each over 20 hours. So...
1: No. These were very okay. short.
0: And I think the shortest one I read or uh, listened to was 13 hours
1: Yeah, no, like eight, seven to nine hour long books D- Do you want to break down? Do you want to break down um, real quick?
0: A really quick summary of which Just sum- summarize one or two
1: Okay, you're getting all three oh, shut up God. This is my <laughs> podcast too <laughs> Fine, go for it Alright, so first book First book, it's about a librarian that gets fired because the internet ruins her job This is set in like modern day England um she buys a van on a whim moves to scotland and starts selling books out of it and then falls in love with a Wait, farmer this isn't fantasy right? d- this isn't huh? fantasy
0: because like the other ones that you've read were like really fantasy why isn't this fantasy and fun
1: the way that i find romance novels to listen to is i get on libby which is an app for the library that lets me download audiobooks for free i sort by random and just select one that's available and listen Wait. to it i do no so research. i
0: don't Know how the listeners imagine you, but like, if I close my eyes, I imagine. Are you
1: about to describe? No, how No, I, I when I close
0: my eyes, I'm I imagine worried. you just living in a dumpster.
1: <laughs> well, because you are the trash. Thing is, I, I don't. <laughs> I like live in a I like live in a very normal house and have like a very normal You have a very normal you know?
0: house, very normal like wife. You have a dog, you have a normal job, but you are a trash you Just call my
1: wife normal. You are a trash She's human amazing. Being. <laughs> I'm not a trash human being. I just you're like a, romance novels man. and baking tables. <laughs> like I that'd be like my dream day is I wake up in the morning, I drink coffee, and I just listen to romance novels and build tables all day. <laughs> Anyways, can I go back to giving you this summary of I these mean, novels? And, and I my to?
0: dream day is waking up and not having the stress of work and just being able to chill and like watch movies all day with Mel or by myself. Either one is fine.
1: You know, I, I do like watching movies, but I get real antsy if I'm not at work. You know, like I've had yeah, I've same year, uh, buddy. Like I was sick, I think, two weeks ago or something, and I just get like weird even if I like am enjoying what I'm doing. I, I can't yeah. do that. Can I finish telling you about Ugh, my books fine. now without being interrupted, yes, by the way?
0: Tell me about your freaking books.
1: Okay, okay, so first book, right? English woman, moves to Scotland, starts dating a farmer. Perfect book. Super nice. Second book. It's like Um, English only yesterday. What was it? Shoot. Man, I literally have listened to so many so fast, I can't even remember what happened in the second book. Oh, dude. Jordan, my brain does not work. God, hurry up, Cody. Jordan, it's only been two much
0: Next! Months. Skip to the third one, for the love of God! What are you doing?
1: No, I really gotta give... I gotta give you the full thing! Hang on a second, you're distracting me. Uh.
0: I, uh, I list this podcast, like the genre, as being fantasy and comedy, and you are the comedy portion of it. Just you.
1: I don't know why you're saying uh. that. I, I don't feel like that's entirely fair. You know, I think that I bring a serious and down-to-earth... Hey, so what I did know, in the last
0: three weeks was listen to do a bunch of romance novels. That's not comedy?
1: And then, yeah, forget, and then forget the what, second listen, one. It wastes my time.
0: You're literally wasting the time.
1: Okay, check it out. So here's the third one I listened to because apparently the second one's just gone. It's in the ether. It doesn't exist anymore. So third one I listened to. Okay, so there's it's about this... Um, girl who was going to law school and then she has a 4-day long one night stand It's not a one night stand Marine if it's four, 4 days about,
0: long. It's well, a 4-night yeah, stand but it
1: functionally was a one night stand. stand. Like it it led to nothing afterwards, right? It was like they just had a fling for 4 days before she goes to law school and before he deploys to Afghanistan, yeah. right? Then 5 years later the book starts with uh, a stalker breaking into her house and trying to kill her and this guy that she had a fling with is like a security, uh, like a private security guy yeah. now. And so he like rushes over, becomes her private security, and then just like starts running her life for her. How is this um, not
0: like a psychological thriller or like a killer novel?
1: Well, I mean, it kind of is because there's like, you yeah, know, I mean, like the guy her, is but...
0: definitely going to slay her in the end.
1: Well, no, no, I mean, that oh, doesn't happen sleep together. She just like, I mean, um, a lot. Yeah, but
0: you, you read <laughs> trash you live in a trash can.
1: I don't mean to. I don't always. You know mean you can to stop you know the, the one about people, the let's librarian get to my stuff
0: because your stuff sucks.
1: <laughs> no, no. Look, here's the thing. The one about the librarian, totally nice little like slice of life story. This one was just bananas. Like from the beginning, it sounds like
0: Fifty Shades of Gray without it the didn't bondage. get
1: better. It really was not dissimilar from that. There were a lot of similarities. Wait, have you read Fifty Shades of Gray? i mean yeah i I literally watched 50 shades freed three days ago with mandy trash can it was one of the funniest movies i've ever seen it was so good you should watch it just what you you and mel just need to like pick a night and just be like no move on we're gonna pop popcorn and then we're gonna we're gonna settle in and we're gonna just watch a train wreck let's move on you're so mean okay what do you want to talk about jordan
0: Well, is there anything else that's more relevant to this show that you want to talk about?
1: What, is my life not relevant anymore, Jordan? Yes, your life is relevant, Cody. Don't make me feel bad. I made yogurt marinated chicken and it didn't turn out very well. No crap. That sounds disgusting. No, it's supposed to, it's a very popular (laughs) way to cook chicken. I think it's, It's I want to say it's a traditional. No, it's like traditional in like Pakistan.
0: Hey Cody, guess where we are. we're not what? in Pakistan. That's where we are.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, it's like, a, it is a way to cook chicken. There are reasons to soak the meat in yogurt. Um, yeah, it just didn't work out for me, so I need to try it again. Yeah,
0: try. no, try As a fellow cook, I say try it again, because the first time yep. you cook something isn't always going to be the best. So definitely. I
1: did make something. risotto, and it was sick. Speaking
0: of like food, I made my own dry rub the other day for um, steak and chicken. It actually turned Good out move. really freaking great.
1: Yeah. Oh, with chicken though? Brining, man. I'm just... Yeah, brining. no,
0: brining is definitely... We need to have a cooking show. Oh my gosh. Um, but Right? Uh, Br... don't even, brining don't is definitely... Because my mom does brines the Christmas turkey that we do every year. Oh yeah! Oh my god, that is so such a good way to cook turkey because I usually find turkey dry, but when she brines it, it's perfect.
1: That is the challenge of chicken and turkey: is the breast meat just sucks, and especially if you're cooking it as one solid piece, it just doesn't work. So you like with when I did a turkey and it turned out great, it was a lot of butter, and it was cooking the turkey upside down for like half the cook time, and then flipping it back over. Okay, and it ended up like totally golden everywhere and everything was cooked evenly. And the breast meat was delicious, oh, but Seriously. 10 pounds of butter later, you know?
0: So like two weeks ago, this is before the live show started cooking. Cause I've been do- working on a project with, um, lemons as the base for most foods. So I did a, like these lemon tarts with raspberry turned out perfectly. And then I actually found and like tweaked a good lemon bar recipe. Because usually the lemon bars that I have, like, the crust is really dry and flaky, and then the lemon's overpowering. But this one was a very good mix of the two, and I I was proud of it. And I learned how to make lemon curds. It's been good. I made my made my own dry rub. I've been doing good with the world of cooking. I really have.
1: I, uh, I've been trying to, like, cook more meals that seem like something an, an adult would eat. eat. Yep.
0: I've been trying to do the same thing, man.
1: I I have a habit of when I cook, I know how to, but that just means I cook a big pot of something that tastes good. But it's just like one thing. And, you know, it just feels a little bit uninspired. So I've been trying to get more into like, okay, I'm going to cook meat and a vegetable and a side, you know, and put it on a plate that feels like the right amount of food to eat. And it's not just going to be one thing. And it's been going really well. For one thing, it's super cheap. Like, when you cook a lot of vegetables with every meal, oh, man, it it saves a lot of money because that's just, like, filler.
0: Well, what you need to have just a good adult meal is just some sort of meat or protein, dark green vegetable, and some sort of carb. And that's your meal. Yeah. That is your meal. Um, And that's what I've been doing. Fried
1: cabbage. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever had fried cabbage? No,
0: I have not. I usually like cabbage in its kraut form.
1: So if you like kraut, then you're le- at least well on your way to accepting cabbage as a vegetable because it is a little bit weird. But So check it out. All you do, thinly slice up cabbage, get a bunch of, well, if, and if you have bacon, you can do this with bacon, but get a bunch of butter going in a skillet, dump all that cabbage in, maybe with an onion, Isn't that just and you a? just keep cooking it. Yeah, basically, and you just keep cooking it for like a long time. And once it starts picking up some color, like it starts turning brown, you dump in a bunch of uh, chicken stock, like not a lot, just a little bit to get it wet. Let all that steam off until it's super tender. Ends up totally delicious. I okay, love it. Sounds good, but it looks gross. It really looks. Oh like yeah, ramen. no cabbage tastes well, see, good.
0: That's why I did it like cabbage as a kid because it looks disgusting. Sauerkraut looks disgusting. It and, does, but I love sauerkraut. But I, yeah, I like sauerkraut a lot, especially on a Reuben, man. Oh man, the best sandwich oh, ever. Oh, don't even a good even Reuben give me with Reuben. a good set of sauerkraut. But any, sorry, this isn't the cooking show, and I kind of turned it into that. This is World Shop. This is not it, Slice of Life Shop.
1: I wish it was. Uh, Anyways, Jordan, tell me about it. I know it's what you okay, want to talk about. So the first thing that I've salty. been reading,
0: writing, watching, whatever, is it. I am 11 hours into this 44-hour book. It is a slog. It is difficult to get through. Like, it is interesting because every t- chapter he ends it with, like, this kind of good horror bit. And I really like just the suspense and scare and thrill that he does with it. But getting there is so hard. And he has to describe every single tiny detail of what is going on and it's killing me it's just like oh yes and he he really likes candy and he thought of this time when he had candy he sat on the couch watching this show oh then his mom came in he really loves his mom because his mom does this and then finally 20 minutes later we get back to the freaking story it's just like why did I need to know what his mother said to him five years ago about whatever about ghosts I don't Care it has it's not relevant,
1: Jordan. What it's a book that seeks to make every character human.
0: Every character is human. Actually, they're all superhuman at this point because they're. I I know more about the characters' lives than I know about my own life. I know about their past yeah. traumas more than I know about my own past trauma.
1: And it's like, that's how they make them relatable. It's why it's I so can, tragic I have been able. Them become monsters. I have been
0: able to relate to characters without this amount of detail and also the detail of dairy and stuff is interesting but it's boring 11 hours out of a 44 hour book one of the (laughs) chapters was four hours long
1: percent wise man 11 hours of exposition is not that much also
0: the kids are a lot younger than they were in the movie because the movie i thought they were all supposed to be like 14 15 closer to 16 the book they're like 10 and 12
1: yes yeah yeah, they're, they're, very they're
0: young. sorry. They're fifth graders, so eleven, I think, right? Yep. Yeah, no, that's the one thing that's a little disconcerting, especially knowing how you know one of the storylines ends. I'm getting more you know, and more scared of that, and I honestly, I don't know. I might end up quitting this book.
1: I don't think you should quit the book, but. I mean, he was on a lot of drugs. Yeah, but that is not you can tell. That is
0: not an excuse for writing something so just tragically disgusting.
1: Well, I mean, it's like the only thing people know about the book, and it's like what people talk about when they bring it up. Well, see, it's just I like, didn't oh, this
0: know this like, going into the movie, and I didn't know this oh. really going into into it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's entirely valid. Like, it's it's weird, and it is a little bit like random, kind of. Honestly,
0: it's I don't I know. I think I might just try to find the Hal's Moving Castle book on tape and listen to that book again. Because that book is fantastic. You're really missing out Howl, on some good books. Read Howl's game. Moving Castle. It's the greatest. It is kind of a romance novel.
1: You know, I actually... Uh, one of my friends read it and said it was really it's good. better than the movie. So I, have, I think
0: it's better than the movie.
1: They said the opposite. Oh, really? Interesting. I, yeah.
0: Because the characters were a lot... Lighter and happier, and there wasn't this whole plot of war in the background. It was more of just a fantasy romp than it was. Oh, hey, we're trying to prevent a war and get really serious at the end for no reason.
1: Oh, how's movie How's movie Castle yeah. was?
0: What were you talking like about? Like the book was lighter. The, yeah, the book was a lot lighter than
1: the movie. That's weird. That's the opposite of what I would have thought. No. Th- <laughs> well, although that's kind of a Miyazaki thing, though.
0: Miyazaki has to have some sort of underlying theme about it's anti-war and he's very environmental like so he has always has that underlying theme and so he put that into the moving castle where it really wasn't there and so i say it yeah house moving castle is f- first and foremost a kid's book and second of all it's just a fun fantasy romp and they just it's very endearing and it's very fun you know the little child that he has as an assistant is actually like a teenager. Like he's actually like older in the book.
1: I don't remember that oh. honestly. It's been and something like seven yeah, years but since it's, I've it's, seen I the say Castle*.
0: Go for the book. It's a really good book. Probably of the fantasy genre, it's up there on my top
1: list. I am looking for more books to listen to, so because I think I'm burnt out with romance novels. *Hellsman Castle* is kind a... of
0: a romance novel. It has Well, but that,
1: that can be okay if it's not as bad as the one I just listened to, which was like, just kind of... Miyazaki's eh. film
0: of Howl's Moving Castle left out one of my favorite concepts in the book, and so I was kind of upset about that, because I read the book first and watched the movie afterwards, which is not how oh, most really? people, I did not know that. 99% of the population, has done it.
1: <laughs> no, I wouldn't think so.
0: Because so. most people didn't even know that there was a book.
1: I didn't. No, I didn't know it was a book.
0: So yeah, Howl's Moving Castle's great. Um, it... Is a slog, but I'll keep listening to it. I might just get another book on tape to break it up because Stephen King is very heavy, and I don't need I went from yeah. I went from Harry Potter to it and just the sheer amount of weight that it is compared to Harry Potter. Anywho, the other thing is I just finished Fully Cooley Progressive, the second season of Fully Cooley and it is I it's not the original. It's never going to be the original. It was done by different writers and everything. So I consider it just being another like tale done with the same characters. I don't consider it just. It's not ever going to be the first one. Everybody wanted it to be the first one again. And I actually really enjoyed it when I just it it was good. The ending wasn't as didn't have as big of a bow tied around it, but it was still really good. The action was fun. The just animation style was great the jokes were funny at times it just it was it was a good anime <laughs>
1: that's a that's a backhanded compliment <laughs> well there were moments where well, it wasn't I, terrible no 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 what?
0: just i don't honestly some comedy animes i don't find that funny so this one had jokes that i actually laughed at i'm like okay it's good but it it was it's a really fun anime i say give it the 3 hours of your life and just be done with it but it, it was good and so, I guess, on to the episode, because I have nothing else to say about that, because I think we should actually start recording what we should be recording.
1: I, I mean, I agree you, with you. I've been, I've been oh, waiting for up. you at this point.
0: So, like I said, last week was the live episode. Y'all missed it. <laughs> it, w- it was good. I
1: it, Unless you didn't.
0: Yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed doing it. We're definitely going to have to do another one of those, Um, probably in a, another month or so. Don't want to, you know. Don't want to overplay our hand, but um. So we did our superhero worlds, and so the world that was left over for us to do on a recorded episode was a world that per- that's purpose is to create a product. Do you want to go into rolling for initiative? Yeah. And then we could. T-
1: I need to find okay. my notes. <laughs> well, then
0: I guess we can talk about really this idea first. So this one was what It was a little bit harder for me to like come up with an original idea. And so I didn't. <laughs> <Ugh. And laughs> so I kind of pulled from another place, and you'll understand exactly where I pulled from once I get to the story at the end. Um, because we did a two week thing, I had time to go back and write more of a story for storyline for my world. You gave examples of this as being um, what was this? Hitchhiker's Guide and then but yeah. Oh I oh my example was Slurm from Futurama was the plan yeah right
1: right I think Hitchhiker's guide was specifically what I was thinking of and my issue with this was I think I went weird again you know sometimes I feel like I get worlds and I have an idea that in my head I'm like this is a good idea this will this will land and then I write it out and I'm like this didn't really end up making any sense at, at all but I'm not gonna rewrite it it
0: up like this. Told me that it was not a good one to do on a live show, so I took pity on you and I. <laughs> I did superhero, and they got Oh, you
1: wanted to do I superhero got world too. Defeated. I, I feel like my superhero world was stronger than this one, but that's okay. I don't think it's terrible.
0: I feel like my superhero world was wordy, and this one is less. Well, is also wordy, but it has a fun, just like a fun little twist thrown in so anyways
1: i don't think mine has a fun little twist thrown in mine's just okay, bad well, maybe I, I i'll know. be, we'll I'll see. be we'll the see, judge of right? that
0: you know? i am judge jury and executioner yeah you'll be the so judge if of you that wrong we will lob off your head
1: sounds good
0: okay you want to roll for initiative my friend
1: oh shoot yeah i have to roll yeah, dice don't that's what nice.
0: the show is oh well you well, lost what did you roll
1: did i what did you roll what'd you get i rolled a 15 i rolled a 10 roll hey there you go Alright Jordan, okay. you get to go first A
0: world uh, a world that's purpose is to create a product Oh actually, so we talked about this before the show Do you want to do it where I read and do like the geography part And then you do your geography part Do you want to try that format this time? Did you say geography I said geography, geography part, but I probably had the PH <laughs> sound still in my mouth So it probably came out as fart
1: Gotcha <laughs> yeah, I'll do the geography fart. Okay, after so I'm going to do, do my geography
0: fart, fart first. It's going to smell gross. <laughs> so, you are part of a group of hu- okay.
1: Uh, you good? Okay, yeah, I'm good. I can I can no, have a can't. little bit of fun. Gosh, thanks, fun police.
0: So you are part of a group of hunters in a tribe hidden amongst the forest. Your job is to hunt for oh no for food and also defend your village from attacking predators. You live deep in the forest, but do but you do know of other tribes that live throughout. Though your forest is thick and seemingly endless in the north and south, to the west of you there are mountains and high hills, and to the east of you there is a
1: thick jungle. You have heard legends- Wait, are there any low hills? No,
0: there's just the high hills.
1: You have- Okay, so what are they compared to to make them high hills versus just hills? <laughs> I hate you.
0: You have heard legends from travelers of your tribe that beyond the mountains in the high hills, there is an ocean. And then beyond the deep jungle, there is a desert.
1: Wait a second. There's an ocean up in it's the hills. It's beyond,
0: past the high hills, you freaking idiot.
1: Okay. Gotcha. You have only
0: explored the area around you because that is what is required of the job your tribe has given you. I hate Cody. So the ge- geography... The planet is absolutely gigantic. I hate Cody. It is the perfect world for growing life. I also hate Cody. During the day, you can always see the sun through the thick, fluffy white clouds splayed on a bright blue background. During the night, you see a clear sky showing the sheer multitudes of stars in the heavens. The sun shines bright, but not too hot and definitely not too cold. It depends on the area, but um, the temperature ranges usually fall... From sorry, usually go from fall temperatures, lows of 60s, to summer temperatures, highs of 80s to 90s. This is true for all but the tundra. In the tundra, the temperatures are cold and frigid, but the life there was made for that area, so it still strives. So, geography part. This world is laid out in such a way that you can start from the vast desert, travel in a straight line as far as you can, then you will soon be in the savannah. You keep traveling, and then you eventually strike the jungle, which then turns into a thick rainforest with flowing rivers. Make it through the rainforest, and suddenly you are in a deciduous forest with large lakes at the base of the high hills that lead into the mountain. Past the mountains, you will be in the marshlands and the swamps, until finally you make it to the beach and the ocean. If you can sail through the vast ocean, you will finally make it to the ice, the Arctic, a cold and frigid tundra surrounded by icebergs. If you keep traveling in a straight line, you will eventually get back to the swamp lands and make your journey all the way back to the desert.
1: Got it. Wait, so is there only one pole on your planet or is one of the poles pointed closer to the sun?
0: There is only one pole. It is a loop. Now, like, when I get to my story, it will make sense of how this even can exist.
1: Is this Halo?
0: Not really. Did I no, nail it? No, you actually didn't. Did I nail it on the first no, you
1: shot?
2: Didn't. Okay. All
1: right. You ready for my ready for the geography?
2: The old ones were beings of total suffering, and what they made was meant to bring them joy. The world is made to suffer. It is not. It is. It is meant to make you strong and humble. Okay.
0: Wait. So the world is made to make you strong and humble. Did you steal my notes?
2: No. No.
1: The world sucks. Basically, everything is uncomfortable. Um, The way I worded it in my notes is depression made manifest. So the climate fluctuates, but very infrequently. Um, The sun, when it does come out, is blistering and nights are freezing cold. But most days are just like gray and choked and overcast and just kind of cold. Um, The land is hectic and hard to manage, geographically speaking, It's not like smooth plains and rolling hills. It's jagged fissures and rivers that cut through hills and make it impossible to travel. The water that is on the world is scummy and slow moving and stagnant, which gives everything kind of a damp smell and feel. Most of the land is marsh and everything that's left out just immediately rots because of the constant humidity. Of like mm-hmm. the land, it's just all very swampy. Oceans do exist to separate large land masses, they but they are—they're um, still and very salty. So there's not like big crashing waves. It's more of just like massive stagnant bodies of brackish water filled with like slimy green goo. Ugh.
0: Okay. Is that your? How's it going, geography, Cody? <laughs>
1: That's that's oh. my geography. It's yeah, not fun. That's <laughs>
0: disgusting, dude. Okay, so next is the flora section. Um, okay, so so in your biome you have noticed the trees and the plants are seemingly normal, but there are few outliers in this area. Some of the plants seem almost alien, as if they don't belong. These species of plant life have proven at times to be very poisonous, but your people have strived to overcome this and have created antidotes. Though, as you have been taught, those who are weak will die and those who are strong will live and survive. The poison was only an obstacle placed there so that your people could overcome. In each area, it is pretty much what you would expect on earth, but there are some alien and foreign species. So I'm only going to go over what is new in each area as I don't have time to give a science lesson on each biome.
1: I wish you would. In can the
0: you, desert, that? there I are cactuses, that's a good use of our time. desert wildflowers, brushes, and small trees. Of the foreign species, there are the blue wood trees. They are small in stature, but their blue bodies produce sweet fruit for the animals in the desert. In the savanna, it stays the same as on Earth, but you get these white shade trees that spread their umbrella-like tops far and wide for shade for the animals there. The jungles and the rainforests have the typical trees, but they grow much taller and have thick vines that hang from them and around them. Rare flowers and fruits grow throughout these areas. Um, in the deciduous forest where your character lives, there are alien wildflowers and poison, poisonous ivies. There are some vines in the forest that strangle out trees, but these have been weeded out by the humans. The poisons are deadly, but the humans have adapted and created antidotes. The mountains there are much of the same, but you can find a thick bramble um, with thorny bushes throughout. So on the peaks of these mountains, it's pretty barren, just pretty ice-capped up there. Not much going on. And then lastly, the ocean is filled with beautiful coral. Um, It covers most of the ocean floor. These plants create organic gems, much like the pearl, and they twinkle like treasures in the shallows. So that is my flora for my part of the world. You got anything right, to say you about raise it? I subtly find it I don't really like this format, but anyways. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we're already <laughs> yeah, we committed to, to, to it. it we're already committed. I I kind of like it. I like that it feels it feels less like we just sit yeah. for a long All time, right. but Audience, tell us which format you like better. Do you like us to go back and forth, or do you like it to be where one of us just <laughs> yells at the other one for 45 minutes?
2: <laughs> it is said the old ones were marvelous, chefs. <laughs> Only great chefs could make any substance of this horrid land
1: palatable. So, most foods are edible, but they all just taste like absolute garbage. Ill. Um, huh? I said Ill.
0: I'm responding to you because yeah, I so care about what you're saying.
1: It's it's a it's a challenge of the world to make food palatable and taste good. So the idea here is that this world is meant to make humans suffer. So it's not just that the world is meant to kill people. It, you can stay alive if you eat food, you know, if you just eat the ground, you eat what grows out of the ground, Yeah, but it's just doesn't taste good. So it forces people to like struggle and try to become better to make the food edible. So you, your world other issue,
0: is a really just marshy, gross land that you can't really do anything
1: with. Yeah, right. Britain. Um. <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah, that was that was my best joke. That's that's all I got. Anyways, oh, nice, nice, um, the other issue is the content of moisture makes food go bad really fast. So when you grow grain and try to store it, it gets wet and then starts to like get damp and mildewy and starts to grow mold. Um, however, the high moisture content does cause plants to grow very quickly. So if uh, an area is left untended, it will immediately start to grow up with weeds and plant life very quickly, which then, like, kind of chokes itself out and dies. So maintaining farmland is very difficult because of how quickly everything grows and then chokes itself. Um, so
0: most plants... This is a world made to create a product, and you have it very hard to create a product from here.
1: No, no, no. There is a product that it's creating. I mean, I've kind of already told you the product, but we'll we'll get there. Okay, keep going. So it's poison. Most <laughs> the product is kill people. Are, most plants are a kind of thorny, grayish green color and texture. You know, they're very tough and meant to survive just about anything. So tending them is difficult and dangerous. It seems like most plants grow at just about. Right above eye level. You know, so when you're walking, if you're walking through a forest, you're basically just constantly smacking your forehead on branches. You know, that just always seem to be growing just out of your sight line, but just low enough to clip the top of your head and stab you with prickly thorns. Okay. Um, But yeah, that's my plant life.
0: Yeah, your world sounds awful. And like, so doing this in my head, I like to choose which world I would rather like spend my time in.
1: I, oh well mine's not yeah, <laughs> m-
0: yours is definitely not a world to spend the time in so i'm gonna give a, at the end of my fauna section i'm gonna give a little bit more explanation of the last two sections just so we get caught up to date but you hunt for your tribe bringing in many different animals such as deer rabbit geese ducks and etc but at times you yourself have been hunted while the bears and wildcats are very dangerous there is a new species you have never seen before These are reptilian in nature and are very large, clever, and deadly. This has yet been another obstacle for your people to overcome. You call these predators daemons and push them out. It is the belief of your tribe that these daemons were created to test you and make you stronger. So, fauna. The animals in this world grow and strive. The world is filled with many beautiful creatures, all of which seem to exist on earth. But... Even creatures that are extinct on earth exist in this world. Well, that's excluding dinosaurs. You're giving me a look, but I'm going to ignore it. Um, The world is filled with these animals, but it is not overpopulated. Each animal acts in its own food chain. They feed on each other and the land to grow. This isn't seen as a bad thing. It is the nature of the animals. To strive to survive in their own right. The antelope eats the grass, but then is eaten by the lion. That is just the circle of life. Sometimes the lion is pushed into a canyon of stampeding wildebeest, but this is a rare occurrence. Yeah, I left jokes. In- I left jokes in for my live show talk.
1: <laughs> so o- did you also leave a pause for audience laugh? Now, there
0: was no pause for audience laugh. But I knew Mel would look at me when we were talking through, so I did leave like slight pauses, just just in case. I call the actual laughter, but the oceans are filled with fish and a tundra filled with those animals that can survive in the cold. There are alien species of fish, mammals, birds, and insects, but they interact with the rest of the world and do not dominate. Everything has its place in the food chain. These alien animals are more exotic in color and nature, but the animals in this world are used to these and don't specifically think of these as alien creatures. Only the humans see them as being out of place. A lot of these aliens are herbivores, but there are a few predators like the striped Gia dragon that is seen throughout each biome. The Gia dragon is the daemon mentioned in the story. So, side note, these alien predators make a loud clicking noise and can camouflage themselves in the jungle. Another joke.
1: Oh, come on! (laughs) I got two just
0: really, like, solid (laughs) bunch of jokes. Like, they're not home runs, they're bunts. I know they're bunts, but they're in there. (laughs) None of these animals are sentient except for the humans.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Did you say
0: bunt? Bunt. Like you're bunting with the baseball bat.
1: You don't bunt. What? You punt. You punt you bunt. with a P. Don't you bunt with it's the baseball bat? It's not called bunting. What? <laughs> no, it's bunting.
0: No, I don't play baseball. <laughs> Bunt! Hey God, baseball! Sure the batter back. gently taps without swinging in an attempt to make it more difficult to the field. Oh, so shit. it is <laughs> called a bunt! You just tried to shame me, and I was right! I'm standing up now for that. Why is
1: it called a bunt?
0: Wow! I, I was feeling really stupid, but I'm like, no, it is definitely called a bunt. I was feeling really stupid it's, there.
1: D- it's definitely a punt. A
0: punt in football, a bunt in baseball. How do I know more about sports than you? I know nothing about sports.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's definitely bunting. Yes. That's so stupid. I told you.
0: It's a bunt of a
1: joke. Bunting sounds
0: dirty. Oh my gosh. Anyways, none of these animals are sentient except for the humans. Some believe that the primates are sentient, but despite showing signs, they are not. The humans have gained sentience and have quickly risen as the apex predator. They hunt the other animals to survive and they use the plant life to build structures. So, this world is pretty much like Earth, but there are things in this world that basically are set as obstacles for the humans to kind of grow, strive and survive past. So like the poisonous flowers and some of the other things in this world, the predators, the Gia dragons, they... They are there specifically to hunt out the humans, but the humans strive and survive, and that will be explained a little bit in the society current and history. Anywho, your turn with Fauna.
2: Oh, all right. The elders relish in suffering, but the burning and stubborn fire of humanity makes them ecstatic. Fear the outdoors fear the dark places but know that failure is just the overture of triumph how the gods help us but oh do they challenge us um so animals in this world are
1: feral and deadly they're ferocious beasts that stalk. i feel
0: like we wrote the same world
1: well i don't know if we did um they are mostly starving. They live primarily on meat, which is primarily human. Oh my gosh, we did. Because my next my next note is that they camouflage themselves <laughs> in the forest. And make
0: loud clicking noises.
1: They don't make loud clicking noises, but and they there's going to be a new movie where they're very... set
0: in a city for some reason because you know the predator has to fight in the city.
1: I've only ever seen Predator 1, and then I stopped. They're making a new Predator. It's going to be dumb, and I've got to see it. I know. They've made a lot of Predators, though. They've made, like, 75 Predators. I think there's predators. probably, like, six. I think there is about six. Yeah, I think that's actually Anyways. dead on, depending on if you count AVP. Move on. Um, They are camouflaged, oh and they do have large claws, almost sword-like claws that probably shoot from their wrists. You, you're Not You're, you're just three. making
0: this up to copy off of me.
1: I did my my lines were though camouflaged, large claws, predatory. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> they wear a mask and they have these weird mouths that open with little spikes and go.
1: You know, and the 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 coloration that I described for the plant life does pretty well match up with predator because yeah. they're kind of like a slimy, greenish gray color. Do these predators no, also have dreadlocks more... for some reason? No, well, they would have matted fur, okay. not unlike the fox. <laughs> <blacks>. but <laughs> oh no. Killing them though, is a big deal. Killing these stalking beasts is a huge deal in the society and it's one of the most highly prized and one of the most dangerous professions that there are. The other challenge of this is that these creatures seems seem to be constantly evolving and growing, not unlike the plant life. So if they're left unchecked for too long, their population will swell. And deform and become more bestial and monstrous. So hunting them is a necessity just to keep communities safe. Okay. Anyways, that's my uh, that's my that's my uh, animal okay, stuff. Okay.
0: So fauna and animals that live in this world are these predators that hunt humans, or what? What are they hunting?
1: Yeah, yeah. Every, every animal that's the, every animal in the world is starving and wants to eat people. Okay. okay. Just imagine a world of werewolves Ooh, basically. And were pigs. Oh dude, were pigs. And were bears. Uh-huh. Where is the bear? There. <laughs> okay. And were rats. There's probably also wereweasels. Were weasel were... <laughs> were
0: sounds fun?
1: Don't even get me started on the were what about where hogs.
0: Like where or... were ferrets? Huh?
1: Wear it's probably a big deal. So are <laughs> wassums? Were possums? W- <laughs> Down here at Wersums, we got the best barbecue possum. I really like the idea of They're we're, we're, we're we're wombat, wombats. They're
0: wombats? bats? Oh no, that is just a werebat bat. So then, werewombats wombats or werwolves? Yeah. we are going too long on this stupid joke.
1: <laughs> werewombs we're There we go. This bit. I think, <laughs> Yeah, has we, maybe we run killed its the bit. It's no longer. It
0: wasn't funny to begin with, and it's not funny anymore.
1: I think, it was, I think it had maybe one or two funny lines, and then we just... <laughs> we family uh, guided, where we just kept, just kept going, going for
0: no reason. Okay, um, so My Society Current. The humans have built themselves a bit of a community. They have learned language, and they have learned to use tools. They use their tools to build structures. These humans have started to write a written history, but we will get to that later. The humans can be found in all areas of the world. Some have ventured into the oceans to inhabit the islands. Others brave the cold of the tundra. But most humans live on the mainland between the desert and the mountains. They have each built their own community and learned their own language. It has happened happened quick as if helped on by an outside force. It started with the few and spread to everyone else. So think of this around after the caveman era and before really any advancement. Things are pretty basic on this world. The humans of the different areas communicate and trade with each other, each being able to create goods that the others can use. So these goods can range like such as weapons to fend off predators or wood and leaves for shelters or animal skins for leather and pretty much everything else. Though, those who live away from the mainland keep to themselves, striving to flourish without any outside help. The humans have had to share the lands with the animals, and it does seem as if the alien species come after the humans. The humans have had to find ways to beat the strongest of the predators in order to hold their place at the apex. So the society is very strong. The humans allow their weak to fall behind and die out because if you are not strong in this world, you simply cannot strive. They believe in different gods, but each society, the tales of these gods remain the same. It is a council of many gods that have created the things seen in this world and have told the humans and the creatures of this world one true goal, be strong and strive. So all around, even... With the animals, only the strongest of each species survives. You, your character, are deeply rooted in this belief. Everything that happens is just another way to make you stronger. The natural disasters, the new predators, the predatory tries to come across you, everything that has happened negatively has been used uh, used to the benefit of you and your people. It is almost as if this was embedded in you from birth. So that is my society current. Your world sucks. Um, yeah.
1: Wait, is that society current or society, That's society past? Society current. As, do, you do, do you do current or I past think, first? The way
0: you had it set up in your spreadsheet was current and then history.
1: Yeah, but I don't ever read then that. why
0: would you set it up? Tell me to follow it if you don't read that. So do your history, and then I'll do my history, because my history leads directly into my story. I okay. <laughs> Have I mentioned that in this episode? I hate you.
2: The old ones love our pain. We worship that pain. We live for suffering. But suffering alone will not satisfy the elder gods. Suffering with triumph is what they truly desire oh,
0: No just you the these characters sound a lot like snakes. They enjoy <laughs> suffering but endure.
1: So the elder gods occasionally in the in the past would dip into our world to um, bring judgment um, to bring and then as a result would either bring like prosperity or suffering. The uh, Basically, this would manifest as either more extreme monsters crawling their way out of the forest towards settlements um, and just like wrecking shop on a village to see if they had suffered enough.
0: Wait, will you say these monsters come in like a wrecking ball?
1: Yeah, they, they, they would come in like a wrecking ball. They would not look dissimilar. <laughs> from miley shoot, cyrus i, I want to say natalie my, portman but it's not natalie miley portman. cyrus it's definitely Miley. i don't know why it was just like <laughs> miley the cyrus head was the natalie answer portman. to that question it really is um anyways miley cyrus looks like an elder god that's the <laughs> point
0: <laughs> no i'm just imagining the gods of this world just being miley cyrus and it's just very funny to me. They
1: basically are. I came in like a wrecking um, ball. Yeah, so that song plays, <laughs> and then these poor cavemen would just Dude, see don't, like yes, a, and like, tentacly blob slopping its way towards them and just ripping things apart because they had not suffered enough that year. um There was very little communication between villages because of the landscape. It Like I said, it was hard to travel from place to place. So individual villages almost never could communicate with each other. And the rare times that they would, it was not uncommon for humanity to just like, oh, I need to travel over here to try to trade because we're starving for some reason, whatever. And then they would get to a village and it would just be destroyed by the Elder Gods. You know what I mean? Just ripped apart and burned. Our worlds are basically the same thing. So they are really similar... And it's, yeah, it's because neither one of us I really feel like got into the spirit (laughs) of this world, but that's okay. I thought I was being unique in not getting into the spirit of the world. Turns out you did the same thing. I know. Um,
0: I got really into the spirit of the world. Wait for it.
1: Eventually, though, humanity started to um, pull together and try to kind of pool resources and work together as a community to stand against these Elder Gods that kept occasionally just slopping in and wreaking Mm -hmm. havoc on them so finally kind of the birth of modern history and just the the birth of society and history was this moment when like one of these communities just like stood against an elder god that came slopping towards them and tried as hard as they could to fight him it was a total slaughter like it did not go well it destroyed a large amount of their fighters and a large amount of their resources, just trying to stand against this horrible creature. But the elder God ultimately seemed very satisfied with their suffering and with their effort and left them alone. So they saved their village, but at the cost of a huge amount of human life. Um, And from this small victory, the cults were born and that's what we'll get into next in my society current. So now you can give me your okay, society so history. Not
0: from now on, I know to do history first and then current because someone's an idiot. I'm sorry. That, that was rude. Well, I'm sorry, i mean that was actually rude. And I apologize for that.
1: I mean, I feel like if we're going to point fingers, you know, I could point fingers at you for reading my documents. Now, how document.
0: are you going to turn this back around on me when you're the one who messed up in
1: the first place? Because I'm defensive, Jordan, I thought you were apologizing to me, but apparently you not.
0: Took my apology and just blamed me.
1: <laughs> yeah, well that's what your apology means. It's I'm I see it as your fault. But <laughs> like, it's my
0: fault. Moving on. So once while alone, you discovered Okay, so this is society history for me, because we did it backwards. So once while alone, you discovered a cave near the area of the high hills. Not the low hills, the high hills. In this cave, you found many writings and drawings depicting what you believe to be the history of this world. After showing the elders, they have begun to decipher the writings and learn the ways of the past. Since your tribe has very little written history, it is hard to define when in time these histories are, but they seem like writings from a long, long time ago.
1: Are, are they like caveman writings, or are they like hyper They are like caveman writings?
0: writings. They're pictures, they're scrawls, scribbles, they're just... All types of writing, because like I said, written history so these, has
1: these writings could have been from like these writings could have been from like five years ago, and just everyone's like died since they, then.
0: They could, but they, they they seem very old. You find they have found like tablets and rocks, but don't ruin this for me. Anyways, the elders have noticed that
1: okay, okay, the elders I'm, I'm on board. have noticed
0: that history has been repeating itself for thousands and thousands of years. History shows that there have been multiple disasters in the past that have threatened to wipe out the existence on this planet. One was a giant flood that drowned them out. Another was an eruption from the core that sent fires from below and burned every living thing. Another was giant rocks from the heavens that came down and crushed the land, shaking the planets to its core and wiping out life. Again and again, these events seem to pop up in the written histories. It always seems as soon as the humans reach a point they are wiped out, only to leave a few of the strongest to start over again from the beginning. Somehow, through the disasters, writings like the ones you found in the cave still survive. Like your elders, some of the other humans across the planet have figured out what these writings mean and tried to tell the others about them while others remain clueless for their entire existence. Along with the elders, you discover something amazing. In these writings of histories, exist saviors. Before every disaster, angels always come to help. They come from the stars above in what can only be described as miracle boats. Some of the histories call them arcs. From these arcs come messengers of goodwill. They look human but better, perfect in every way. Not a blemish, not a wrinkle. Instead, they are tall standing at eight feet. They say they were sent here by the gods. That all of the gods of the humans exist, that they indeed are all the same stories about the same group of gods. They warn the humans of the impending devastation and say that their job is to take the humans and as many animals and resources off the dim planet in order to inhabit a new planet where they will spread out and prosper in a new setting. Though this salvation is for all humans, only the strongest and the healthiest get to go. This rule is for the animals as well. <laughs>
1: The angels say, "If so, you could say it's not for all humans. It's open for all humans, but
0: people will get pushed back or killed because they're uh, not strong.
1: It's open for all humans except Grandma. She's she's well. It was like back
0: in the fifties when they say the bars were for all people, but then black people weren't allowed to be there. Anyways, (laughs) yeah, I went there. Screw you, Cody, for trying to ruin my world." Mr. White Privilege. (laughs) This comes up every episode where I call you Mr. White Privilege. I'm sorry.
1: I was making fun of you for doing this. I turned it around on on you.
0: You Screw you, man.
1: Jordan, do you remember two weeks ago when you accused me of making slave robots (laughs) and told me to check my privilege? I I tell you to check your privilege every episode, dude. And then, not five minutes later, you made a race of sentient slave robots who didn't even want to be slave robots but were forced to be slave robots. That's actually not at all what
0: happened. Do you even remember what my world was?
1: That's that's what I remember. There were totally slave robots. Robots
0: that were sentient that did did things. There were not sentient slave robots. Oh,
1: right. No, yeah. That was your caveat. That was your caveat as well. Sentient robots.
0: That was your caveat. That's exactly what you said to me.
1: I didn't have sentient robots is the difference. I had...
0: My... We're not... Hey, audience. You listen. You be the decider. Screw Cody, right? Um, Okay, so the angels say if they don't take just the strong, then the new world will only be held back. Every time the angels... Every These time angels the suck. angels leave with the most of the population, every time the world is wiped out, but yet somehow begins again anew. These histories continue to happen the same way over and over. You believe that in the next few years might be time for another great disaster. In preparation, you begin to push your fellow tribesmen to the limits so that you may become the strongest and get to go on the arcs that the angels send down. That is my society history.
1: All right, you ready for my society current? Because we did this this out this out of order.
0: I am in order. All
1: right. Yep. All right, you ready for this?
2: The cults give man focus. A light that guides them and carries them. A goal for suffering is essential. So choose a cult and be ready for the trials that will surely follow. It is your duty to please the gods.
1: So, Society Current is made, is broken up into cults that worship different aspects of suffering. Um, the first... Nothing. What? You just had like a look on no, your face. Nothing. Like I was going to say a really bad joke sass about sass the word aspect. Face.
0: But anyways, keep going.
1: All right. You can't hear the word aspect <laughs> without being like... He said a naughty word. Okay, so, world's broken up into cults. The first cult is the cult of the hunter. Death is very common but so is glory. The hunt, the cult of the hunters, um their focus is on hunting the beasts that plague the world. So there are all these monsters that stalk the lands and that have to be fought. That is the job of the cult of the hunters. The next is the cult of worship. Um their thing is to be I'm trying to—priestly is not the right word, but um, kind of they fast is their thing. So they try to deprive themselves of, like, worldly comforts in order to cause misery, and their product is, like, self-control and— So your products aren't, like, an
0: item. um, Your products are more of a concept? Is that what I'm getting?
1: Well, I'm getting to it, right? So they suffer for the sake of, like, piety. So they spend most of their time praying and learning. It's very boring and very difficult and very rigorous. But they also spend time, like, not eating. Or if there is something they particularly enjoy, they will try to never do that thing just for the sake of making themselves miserable because that pleases the gods. they're, like, bad Um, monks. They're, like, they're they're horrible monks. Yeah, yeah. They're misery monks. Dude, that's the, that that's is their a band name. Jam. Misery monks.
2: <laughs> misery monks. Yeah, I, really, I, really I like, like it name. actually. <laughs> so,
1: anyways, the next is the cult of the hammer. Um, their goal is to build great and dangerous things. So there's theirs is another cult that results in a lot of death because they'll try to build massive towers and sculptures and architecture. That are meant to please the gods with the effort of them, but building them is very dangerous. Like I said, it's a very like humid, wet, muggy area, so everything is always slick. They don't use good safety equipment; falls are common. Um, the people that work there are usually very strong because they're doing like a lot of labor and building, but injuries are very common. Um, and the last cult is the cult of expression. This is uh, like the home to artists and okay. poets and chefs. As I said, you know, the gods must be chefs because they who else would mm-hmm. make food so terrible? Um, th- their kind of thing is finding out just how much um, sadness you can bake into a cake. Um, so their product so is suffering. So they suffered. want to... Exp- yes. Yes. Their product is suffering because the old gods desire it. Like, what, what the old gods take pleasure in is misery. So the whole world is just designed to make people unhappy and miserable.
0: Okay, so I took product as being something you sell, and you took it as something that's produced, which is the actual definition of product.
1: Well, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. (laughs) Like, they don't literally sell their suffering, but if they don't do this, the gods just come and wreck their society.
0: Yeah, and that's the whole time I was trying to get your world, but it was so confused because I thought they were selling this stuff. It's like, oh, no, they're just producing something rather than selling. No, no,
1: no. Yeah, they're just producing suffering oh. that is like the sustenance for the elder gods that haunt their lands. Oh, okay. Now I
0: understand um, your world, and I am an idiot, but, you know, it happens.
1: So, yeah, their idea is to showcase the, like, ideas of suffering in works of art. Okay. So whether that's painting or what they make or what they say, uh, they're kind of the most emo, you okay. know, of, of the cults. Um, but... The point of all of these cults is that before these existed, like I said, every so often the Elder Gods would just kind of descend on the world and rip it apart because they had not, like, extracted enough suffering but also not enough human striving to satisfy them. So these cults are designed to give people a focus and, like, a goal to strive towards despite how miserable they are because that increases the amount of, like... Effort and suffering that humanity creates, okay. and that's that's what the gods feast upon. Okay. So that that's what my world produces. Okay.
0: So your world is a producer of suffering. Okay. Yep. Do you have a story along with your world? Or...
1: That that the kind of narration okay. was the story. I have so an I've actual
0: done mine. story at the end of mine that will Go explain it, Jordan, what I've my product is. But I think you've already figured it out. So the second part of the story comes from you. Uh, comes to you from Carmichael Carmichael, Jonathan Carmichael, Sean Smith Asmodeus Carmichael, president Wait, oh of no. the LifeMart cleanup crew.
1: Dude, are they selling people
0: like, Mr. for food? Mr. Carmichael is from a race of large four-armed aliens that will do anything for a sale. Their race has created LifeMart, a supermarket that is slowly spreading out to every galaxy in the universe. Uh, uh- This part of the story is during an interview question asking about the business of LifeMart, its process, and if those processes are humane. So here at LifeMart, we provide not just a product, but life itself. We provide the food that should be able to feed every single living being in this universe. Four galaxies and counting. You know what? We have the supplies and the storage to spread out to other galaxies. But not only do we provide food, we provide your resources, materials, clothing, technology, medicine, tools, jewelry, and even toys for your kids. I am trying a voice.
1: <laughs> I like it. It's it's very Yosemite Sam.
0: Here. Sorry. We here at the cleanup crew do simply that. <laughs> Clean up. It's the scientists who originally designed the world of Alas. It's them who maintained the land for its cycles. It's them who developed the technology so that the life on those planets experience time slower than we do. That one month cycle feels like a hundred years to those on Alas. None of that is us, just like it's not us who told the historians to implant the ideas of gods who preach strength to the sentient beings. I feel like my accent changed halfway through.
2: <laughs> or no, or it's those fine. who
0: put it's on fine. the disguises and feed them lies in order to collect the precious raw materials we make into products at Life Mart. No, it is all part of a cycle. As the cleanup crew, we just simply clean up. After taking the living imperishable materials from the planet in our arcs, we comb the rest of the world for precious materials. The ocean is especially filled with these. These are your precious gemstones and fields. Every time we finish taking from the planet, we destroy the waste. The leftovers, as the humans call it. The weak. We have been coming up with new ways to wipe out the world of every single month. My personal favorite was the Great Flood. Filled up the world with water until the waste just washed away. And then we go and start it all again. It's all natural organic materials. None of this is created in a lab like that crap you find over at Syntec. All organic. And it's as they say, humane. None of the living beings feel pain when we turn them into our products. We just suck the life right out of them and then we process them. That's all the humans and other living beings are used as food because of us your bellies are filled we only take the strongest of these humans so you never have to worry about tainted meat that's why the scientists implant the memories of gods so we don't have to use any chemicals on our food products in recent years the scientists have what what's up
1: I just, I'm really sad that everyone missed out on your head <laughs> jingle when you said "Kim."
0: <laughs> In recent years, the scientists have sent predators that will hunt the humans for the humans to overcome and become stronger. This is why our food is just so good. But it is not just the humans we harvest. Right it's it. their entire world. Every tree, every bit of sand, every fiber is used to create fresh new products. We process everything over here at Laugh Mart in order to enhance the lives of every being in our galaxy. The cleanup is just part of that process. We destroy what is left, the tainted, the weak, the parts that can't be used. Is it genocide? Not if it brings prosperity to each galaxy. And plus, we restart the world as if nothing ever happened. You can judge us all you want, just don't give us nasty looks when you hear about our cleanup jobs. We provide you the best, the organic, and the home-brewed. So, my product is the world itself. It's the humans. It's the life. It's the gems found in the ocean. It's the sand. It's everything they pull off and they process it and create products. Think of LifeMark as one giant, large, encompassing Walmart. They have created this world which is like shaped like a tube so that's how you are able to travel from the desert all the way back around into the desert and it is designed by these hyper advanced aliens so it doesn't have to physically make sense um they go in every month and they just wipe the world clean they send in their quote-unquote angels as they call them to have the humans gather up the strongest so they can take it off and be processed So one cycle of their product is a month, and that lasts for years. Um, On the planet itself, it feels like hundreds and hundreds of years, but outside of the planet, it's one month for these um, creatures at Life Mart. So Life Mart has been coming under fire because people are like, "Um, you guys are pretty much committing genocide every month. But they... Claim that their processes are perfectly humane.
1: I don't know if it counts as
2: genocide. Yeah,
0: but anyways, that is my world. My product is the world itself. It was literally a world that was created for to make a product, and that's why you said it's like, oh, you didn't live up to the standard of the prompt. No, I I did my best, sir.
1: No, no, I think you did it right. Mine was a little. Oh uh, man, mine was. A little I, bad I, bigger, I but,
0: was know. surprised that you didn't see that coming. All the humans had to be the strongest. No,
1: I didn't. I didn't. All the think humans had
0: to be strongest to preach. Then they get taken off of, by these arcs into the. It's very to serve man.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say. That's why I said I, I kinda kinda kind of stole from something man.
0: else because if you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's the Twilight Zone episode "To Serve Man," where um, aliens come down and they say that they're here to serve man and. I'm not going to spoil it because it's probably one of the greatest moments of TV
2: ever.
1: Well, you kind of already have. Okay, fine. Then I'll spoil it. They
0: they come down and they say that to serve men. So the humans at first don't trust them and they're worried about this. Like, why are these aliens suddenly here to serve men? But a lot of humans are like elated and they go with the aliens on their ships as they're taking all the humans off. And so at the very end, oh, well, during this, the humans receive a book. From these aliens and they're trying to decipher what it means like they think maybe it's a bible or something so they're trying to decipher it and finally everybody gives up they're like you know what? these aliens it checks out they're here to serve man and so th- the main character in the story goes off to the to be boarded onto the alien ships so as he's about to board the woman who has been working with them this whole time to decipher his book she comes running out she's like no wait don't go don't go this book is a cookbook to serve man. And that's like the crux of it. It's like, oh my gosh, it, it, to serve has two meanings. They are actually serving man, not here to, you know, make life better for man, but they're serving them as food. And I think it's probably one of the greatest moments of TV ever.
1: Yeah, it's like the big reveal thing. It's sort of being like, it's a cookbook. Yes, he's on the plane. It's
0: Wait, wait, it's a cookbook to serve man and it's fantastic
1: yeah twilight zone is weird now watching it again kind of a little bit older but at the time it was really fun it's you know
0: always been fun to me there's episodes that actually scared me but they're they're always very fun and very clever
1: it's really good like family horror movie you know what i mean when you have a kid or something and you want to watch something scary but you don't want them to see like friday the 13th because it's more based on suspense friday the 13th itself than it is on actual like scary yeah like
0: there are scary concepts but nothing is there to like for the shock value of it. there is no one being cut open or anything like that it's more based on just Um, it's shock of a story rather than shock of an image you get what i'm saying
1: there, I think, are some of those horror movie moments. It's just so old that it doesn't seem yeah. like it anymore. But anyways,
0: it's time. We've been talking for way too long.
1: We're only twenty minutes oh, over. Gosh. It's not yeah, that bad. these episodes get longer and longer.
0: Anyways, I'm gonna go ahead and roll for the new world since I won initiative. Okay. Oh
1: yeah, dude, roll something good. Okay, I
0: have this plushy die that Mel made me, or I have my regular die. What do you want me to roll?
2: Oh my god! Okay, roll I'm the rolling the plushy die. die.
0: Okay, and. What'd you roll? Death. Did you did you roll? No, a woman? opposite.
1: Did you roll a twenty?
0: Not twenty, baby.
1: What's a twenty? Create don't your
0: own anime world.
1: Oh my god. Nat twenty, <laughs> baby.
2: Uh,
1: okay, so we finally get to that.
0: I told you, I felt it coming up soon. Nat twenty. Well,
1: I'm excited because I already kind of know what mine is I have a no bit. clue
0: what mine's going to be, but it's going to be wild.
1: I'm I'm curious if I'm curious what you're gonna do. I'm I'm looking forward to this one. This one should be fun. Like, see, I don't know. I I don't know. My original idea, I've kind of already done. What the Mecha Martial
0: Music Academy?
1: Yeah, I really I can't do that again, and it's gonna be really hard not to do the Mecha Martial Music Academy because that was so cliche anime. So
0: okay, so there's many different types of anime. You got your slice of life. You got your just straight up for fighting animes. You got your mecha animes, you got yeah. you could do whatever you want in this
1: world. But the Mecha Marshall Music Academy combined so many of those cuz it was slice of life, giant robot, space combat, and space that's opera. That's why I like
0: Fully Cooly because music. it's slice of life, coming of age, sci-fi, um they fight with the guitars, there's robots out of nowhere. It's, it's it's crazy. There's all this sci-fi talk about portals. And so Our goal is to create an anime world, but my goal is to create something wild.
1: (laughs) That's the cheesiest thing you've ever said in your life. I'm I'm so excited for this, dude. A sci fi world. This is going to be hard to do because I just want to create something wild. This is going to be
0: so hard to do because I love anime so much, but I don't. Like, Kill a Kill is pretty much one of the craziest animes I ever watched, but it worked.
1: I tried. Did I oh tell no! You that you I, never I tried. tried. To watch kill a kill, and it's straight up horrible. It's,
0: it's funny. It's great. I, it's it's
1: no. in, it's in, it's no, basically. It has that if you Erica didn't if you didn't problem. like Gurren
0: Lagann, you're not going to like Kill la Kill.
1: I really hated Gurren Logan. I watched
0: Kill la Kill first, so I appreciated Gurren Lagann. But it's also it's just weird. But anyways, that's our show. Next week will be create your. Oh gosh. Okay, never mind two weeks from now will be create your own anime world next week i am going on vacation again forgot to mention that before the show started
1: oh okay well have Oops. a good vacation we'll come back in two weeks with amazing okay. work. you can check
0: cody out on the wandering gamer network and you can check me out on something i guess zero zero at twitch or world Shop podcast at twitch we'll take Yay! we'll talk to y'all later take care
1: bye, bye.